Welcome to the Fears and Fears podcast. What is going on, Horror Nation? This is your host, Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. It's the beginning of the month, so you know how it goes. But before we get to anything, we're going to talk about drinks. What you got over there, bud? I am drinking a Beers and Fears creation. Nah. A Tucker creation. Shut up. It's the most beautiful drink in oh, the world. Oh, it's good. It's just not my go-to. And... um it's one of my favorites, and it's one of the most simplest drinks you can make, and uh, that's why it's one of my favorites, and it is called Vanilla Pirate Skies. Okay, that one's a little bit better. Fucking 20 names later, <laughs> but whatever. Vanilla Pirate Skies is the most simplest drink to create, because it's just one of your favorite spiced rums and a nice heaping majority of cream soda yeah tucker it's a rum and cream soda yeah that's all it is but tucker is much the opposite of me when he comes to mixing drinks he uh does it the right way which is more mixer than alcohol no no i i like it i like it at at most 50 50 and then that's what I'm saying. You like more I nor- mixer than alcohol. I, n- I normally go. I normally go sixty forty. Yeah, but the way you said it made it sound like that you was a bitch. Yeah. That, oh well, Tucker puts half a shot into a, a fucking oh, no. gallon jug. No, I'm just saying. Like I mix mine like seventy five twenty five. Yeah. Liquor. And see, like I just like drinks that taste nice. Not I'm, I'm not racing to the fucked up finish line. <laughs> I'm not racing to the fucked up finish line. I just like the taste of my alcohol. But no, anyways, in my Vanilla Pirate Sky, I've got Sugar Island Spice Rum, which is a Caribbean rum with spices, caramel, and natural flavors. It is 92 proof. It, yeah, it's a stout boy. And it says, this craft, handcrafted rum comes from the only the finest Caribbean sugar cane. Uh... Real quick on Sugar Island. It's actually a relatively cheap rum. However, it is not the quality of a super cheap fucking spiced rum. No, this is actually really good shit. And uh, let's talk about the lore of Sugar Island. In 1731, in accordance with the regulations relating to His Majesty's service at sea, British sailors were given a daily ration of rum. Coincidentally, mermaid sightings in the Caribbean rose significantly around this time. Sailors believed mermaids rescued shipwrecked sailors and brought them to Sugar Island. Many great ships have been lost at sea forever, chasing mermaids and looking for the mythical island. Embrace the myth. Yeah, um, it's, it's, for the price, it's really fucking tasty. Oh yeah, that, and, that's, um, a, that's a rum you can drink by itself. If oh yeah. That's what you're into. Uh, if you if you like some high proof rum that you drink straight, I mean it's forty six percent alcohol, so it's, it's um, not overproof, but no, it's definitely no, it's just high proof. Yeah, it's a higher proof rum, but um, it's 
it's smooth. It tastes really good. Yeah, and for and for your um, vanilla pirate skies, you can settle for nothing less than A and W cream soda. Uh, yeah. Uh, I all other cream sodas are inferior. Yeah, pretty much. Now, well, now, except for like the fucking small batch. Cream yeah. Sodas. Well, here's here's the thing, and if you want to get real wily with it. You can make a vanilla pirate C, and the vanilla pirate C is with blue cream soda, mm-hmm. respectively. Some frosties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some frosties. But uh, uh, what are you drinking, Rowdy? Oh well, because I didn't buy anything else, I just bought uh, drinking some scotch with some cream soda. I don't have a name for it. It's just scotch and cream soda. <laughs> like I mean, hey, it's okay. We've... I thought about a, a way to like change this up and make it make it different but um i think i think i'm just happy with rum I mean, and cream soda i've tried it it's yeah, good yeah, yeah scotch and cream soda is pretty good because the vanilla in the um in like the oakiness oh yeah of it it, just, it comes out and it, it tastes pretty good yeah it's not hor- i mean obviously i would much rather be drinking scotch and amaretto i was just too lazy to grab the amaretto down from the shelf but yeah you know that's that, okay. and I'm trying to conserve some of our alcohol because I drank it like a fish while you were. I was gonna say away. as as Rowdy damn near poured a fifth into his cup. <laughs> I'm trying to conserve the alcohol. All right, drinks I've been gone over, so let's move on with the fucking show. Hell yeah, man! Today is like I said, first of the month. It's Friday the thirteenth day. Yes, part. Five. Is it part five? Yes, it is part I can't, five. I can't even remember. I just stopped. also known as a new beginning. Beginning. A new beginning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> beginning. or part five. So the last movie, Jason got killed. Yep, dead as a doornail. Yep. Starts off with our favorite child in a horror movie, Tommy Jarvis. Yep, the the lone wolf himself, and um. He's having himself a, a dream. Yeah, having a nightmare of two guys digging up Jason Voorhees. And, and then getting killed. Immediately getting stabbed. Yeah, and then Jason comes for him. And just before the machete makes contact, he wakes up. And uh, it's Tommy Jarvis in a car. All <laughs> grown up. Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 well, in a big-ass fucking van. Yeah. Come to find out it's the van for the mental health institution. Mm-hmm. Driver, passenger, and then Tommy. Passenger is totally flipping through a nudie mag. Yep, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I love their separation. Oh, that is just it's like a chain link fence. fence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that. And he's going to this like camp, I guess, dropping, getting dropped off at a camp that is not like a state institution mm-hmm. at all. It's like a halfway house for mental people. Yeah, basically, actually. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a perfect way to word it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and the entire time, Tommy does not talk. Holy shit! No, he he's giving everyone the silent treatment. I. I honestly think throughout the entire movie he says maybe two sentences and um and so he's going he's going to this place for mentally unstable people 
Mid- mentally unfit. Yeah, and it's basically a halfway house, like I said, and so that they can work on their reentry to society. It's kind of a no rules, um, laid back kind of situation, kind of like summer camp. Yeah, exactly like summer camp. You know, they use like an honor system and whatnot, and that's pretty well it. So they, you know, talk to Tommy for a second, show him his room. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy gets scared by this kid who is just visiting his grandfather, who is like a cook, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Just like the all-around handyman for this camp. Scares him with a fucking plastic spider, which I probably would have smacked the kid upside the fucking head. I would have shit my pants. <laughs> uh, but I guess Tommy does get him back, scares him. Because if you yeah. remember in the last movie, Tommy is a mask creator. He's a special effects guy. Mm-hmm. So he has some of his masks with him. Gets scared by the kid immediately. Scares the fucking kid. Yeah, it kind of kind of turns out that like that Tommy's been having regular hallucinations of Jason Voorhees being, you know, yeah. right at the end of the bed or behind him in the mirror in the chicken coop. Yeah, he's just kind of having like close encounter hallucinations with Jason yes. and it's kind of tormenting him. And he's kind of replaying that night over and over in his head even though it's been 20 years or whatever 10 years whatever maybe not 20 but it's been at least 10 which makes me laugh because this movie was made literally a year after yeah the last movie but uh this movie is really quick with the kills Mm -hmm. i mean they wasted no time and people getting killed with like the intro one of the characters one of the uh, patience, I guess you would, would say, uh, going around and offering to help some of the others doing some of the chores around the house. He first goes and helps, tries to help the girls who are doing, la- like, hanging laundry. Mm-hmm. And then goes over to this fucking big-ass motherfucker who is chopping wood, bugs him, and proceeds to get fucking obliterated by an axe. Yeah, he, he he gets axed in the back like 48 times and gets his arm lopped off. And um, this kind of this kind of kickstarts the movie. Yes. And um, then then Jason starts showing up and killing the shit out of everybody. Mind you, all of these kills, some of them are cool, but none of them are in full camera view. Yeah. Yeah. They're all either up close, zoomed in shots, or off screen kills. Yeah. I think there's one kill, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically. Uh, the, um, at max, five kills that are completely on screen. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them are shot obscured. Yes. Obscured or so zoomed in that. You, you just yeah, see hands. Yeah. Or, yeah. And the person getting killed or yeah just a blade and the person getting killed so guy gets killed paramedics come sheriff comes sheriff basically reams out the like camp guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah the, the crazy fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah the crazy fucking neighbors yeah they're fucking cop, bonkers well, dude yeah the cops show up 
because they mm-hmm. bring back two kids who were out fucking in the woods. Literally fucking in the woods, not they were out in the fucking woods. No, fucking <laughs> in the woods. Um, and then the neighbor shows up and basically threatens to kill them if they're on the property again. Mm-hmm. And then the sheriff was like going to walk, like walk her away from everybody. And she's like, don't fucking touch me. I have a bomb. I will blow everybody the fuck up. And, and of <laughs> course they show up and leave on a dirt bike. Oh yeah. A run the fuck down dirt bike. Oh yeah. Like fucking burning oil. Like you sit on it wrong. You're going to get tetanus. And, um, <clears throat> and, um, after that, after that, it, it kind of really takes off after that. There's not a whole lot of time um, yeah. b- between Kills. Uh, between the, the initial this, event and then just everyone starts dying. This, uh, this movie averages roughly four minutes between mm-hmm. kills. Yeah. There, four minutes. There's mucho deatho in this, in this movie. I was excited with the last movie because we broke the kill count for... Friday the 13th mm-hmm. with 13 kills. This movie this obliterates movie it. Blows that out of the fucking water. Yeah. Easily. Handedly. Yeah. So, yeah, the guy get uh one of the patients gets killed by the other patient. Mm-hmm. Uh then there's two guys that night mm-hmm. driving and their car breaks down. Yep. And so they're trying to fix it. The one who's like working under the hood Fucking gets a lit flare. Yep. Shoved, shoved down, his, down throat. his throat. Which that's pretty pretty fucking dang. That was fucking intense. And the effect for it yeah, actually I was gonna, looked really fucking good. I was going to say the practical effects on that one were not bad at all. I was fucking stoked. But we'll talk about practical effects because I want to point something out to you mm-hmm. later. Then his buddy gets his throat slit when he goes back to the car. Does a fucking freestyle. <laughs> yeah. And then gets his throat slit. A little bit more stuff happens, just filler. Mm-hmm. And it's two people, like this fucking guy who works at the mental institution, mm-hmm. like the state hospital, not the camp, goes to like this diner and is picking up this waitress, gets axed to the top of the head yeah. after doing blow and being impatient. And uh, she goes... Thinks he's just playing a joke on her, on him, or yeah, he's playing a joke on don't her. Don't get carried, don't get carried away, man. That's titty scene. Oh yeah, well, titty scene. Skip the titty scene, real quick. <laughs> she finds the blow like strewn across the floorboard. And it's like you're gonna waste a lot of money doing it this way. She's like, oh well, more for me. Yeah, and then, and then starts proceeds to the get, blow. Yeah, <laughs> and then proceeds to get axed in the uh, stomach. But right before then, she's all getting ready she's all getting ready and it's just like oh it's showtime and fucking rips open her shirt and just titties flopping everywhere yeah perfect first first titty scene in this movie yeah this movie is rife with titties yeah and it's great there's lots of titties but naturally the one titties we wanted to see we didn't get a see except for through a wet t-shirt so <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? Uh, yeah. You, uh, Come on, Roddy, keep it moving. Let's to, go. I'm trying to think. Okay, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the scene. 
because I actually have these ones out of order by just a second. Ah, you son of a bitch. My bad. I didn't <laughs> fucking start counting the kills until halfway through the movie because I was like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be doing that. Okay, so random guy shows up at the uh, at the uh, fucking crazy, like, hillbilly neighbors. Yeah. And is supposed to be, like, cleaning the fucking chicken yeah, thing like, for food. I'm hungry. And then two of the patients sneak off into the woods to fuck. Same uh, two that the same two yeah. that you know got hauled in by the cops already once for fucking. So they go out to start fucking, and this fucking random ass guy who's in the movie for thirty seconds is like spying on them. Yeah, and then gets a machete to the fucking gut. Dude, okay, so I'm pretty sure that was a tree branch. Uh, that he's got stabbed with? Yeah. Possibly. I, think I don't it, know. I think it was like a, a whittled tree branch. Very well could have been. Either way, he gets stabbed in the yeah. fucking gut. The kids fuck. The and guy. Then, and in, then there's it, like, a softcore the porn scene. In the middle of them fucking, he's, the guy's like, I gotta go wash off. Mind you, they're fucking in the woods. Yeah. You can get some dirt on them knees, boy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, so he walks off. The girl, mild soft, uh, like, porn scene mm-hmm. for a few minutes and then she gets stabbed in the eyes with garden shears yeah and then he closes them yeah so like, it like snips like her fucking bridge and every like yeah and whoa. snips a brain and shit yeah that was a good one i was uh, like oh fuck yeah. he comes back sees her and then gets pinned to a tree with a belt wrapped around like his eyes and the belt like tourniqueted around yeah. the tree in his head and basically until pops his top yeah until the belt snaps but yeah that's yep that's already kill number 10 yeah and what is that that's like 30 minutes into the movie that's maybe halfway through the movie yeah maybe right after that the boy who is visiting his grandpa mm-hmm. chick named pam who is like one of the not the doctor, but like basically the nurse. <coughs> and Tommy go off to go see the boy's brother. Yeah, his older brother, Demon. Who lives in a van down by the river. Yep. Uh, good four minutes of scene time. Yeah. Shit happens. Tommy beats the fuck out of the redneck son and runs off. Pam grabs the boy and, like, goes to look for him. Mm-hmm. And then Demon, who's been eating enchiladas, gets the shit. So he fucking runs to the outhouse. And it, it starts shaking. And probably the stupidest fucking <laughs> minute and a half, two minutes of fucking movie happens right here. Because his girlfriend comes up and they like they, start singing together they, while yeah, he's trying to having, take a shit. They start having a fucking duet. Like, ooh, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It doesn't make then, any fucking sense. No. And then you kind of hear a muffled scream. Mm-hmm. And then he gets up, or a muffled scream, and then the outhouse yeah, shakes like, again. I told you to quit fucking shaking and now you're going to get it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so he gets up, opens the door, and. She's laying right in front of the door with her slow, with her, her slow with threat. her throat slit. <laughs> Jesus, he's like Boarded what the a fuck? Little heavy, I told you. He's like what the fuck? Closes it and then a fucking rock bar 
gets jammed through the side of the fucking outhouse. Misses him. He jumps back. uh, Gets stabbed through the knee. And then through the back. Right through the gut. Or out the gut, I should say. Out the gut. Through the back, out the gut. And on that note, I think we're going to take a pause during the kill count and uh, hear an ad. Yeah. And we're back. We left off with the kill count at 12. Mm-hmm. Which was Demon getting stabbed through the back in the shitter. Yep, with a rock bar. Yes, fucking rock bar. And if whoever fucking can stab a rock bar through fucking 10 and then through a body that far, major props because those things are fucking heavy. So right after that, uh, the redneck son runs off in a, on his dirt bike and fucking does like 10 laps around his fucking house and then gets decapitated by a fucking meat cleaver. And sorry if you guys can hear that because it just started downpouring. Yeah, it's storming like a son of a bitch. Yet again, because we don't need the fucking rain anymore. Right. So yeah, he gets fucking decapitated and then the mother who has been bitching at her son is like, Come eat your dinner. Come eat your dinner. Finally, you shut the fucking fucking motorcycle off. And then the window gets broke out in front of her. Mm -hmm. And she gets stabbed in the forehead with the fucking meat cleaver. Mm -hmm. Cuts back to, like, the camp. Mm -hmm. The guy, there's a guy with a stutter who's trying to get his dick wet. She just laughs and leaves. Or he leaves, goes upstairs. He gets a fucking cleaver to the face. Mm Mm-hmm. Off screen, you can't see it. You only know that it's to his face because a scene later where the girl who laughed about him saying he wanted to fuck her goes upstairs, gets naked, and crawls in bed, and he's laying there. Titty scene. Another titty scene. That is three mm-hmm. titty scenes. Yes, sirree. All of them. Pretty nice titties. Can't be mad with titties. She gets the classic Friday the 13th machete through the mattress through the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not as good as the first time. No, but it is a classic. But it is the classic fucking Jason kill. Mm-hmm. Um, then who got killed next? Oh, it was the uh, the alternative chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uncom- uncomfortable fucking dance scene. Yeah, it's like almost two minutes of dancing, and it's slightly atrocious. It is raining buckets outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, fucking that dance scene was fucking horrendous. She does the robot for like 20 fucking minutes, it feels like. And her hair's crimped. Just the front. Yeah. Just the front. Anyway, she gets stabbed through the gullet. Yep. Um, Yeah, he pins her to the wall with a choke Stabs her in the gut, yeah. The boy, what's his name? What is his name? The, The little boy. Oh, uh, Reggie. Reggie. I would. I had I, been wondering I, why you weren't saying his name the I whole time. I literally missed it the entire yeah. fucking L- movie. Little boy Reggie, reckless Reggie. Uh, yeah, reckless Reg. Yeah, he finds he, like he goes to search see if Tommy's back to the house yet, and he finds all three of the patients who had just got murdered, like piled up on Tommy's fucking bed. Yeah, starts screaming. Pam shows up. He's like Tommy's room. She screams. They run. Mm-hmm. They find an ambulance and run well, to they, it. Well, remember, they go to run and boom, Jason blows the fucking door open mm. like a like a fucking C4. Yeah, they run. Reggie fucking mm. like breaks his damn knee because he trips. And then they continue running. They find the ambulance. They open the door. The other paramedic, um, one of the paramedics, yeah, I the, should say. Yeah, the, the paramedic 
in the first um after the first actual kill he falls out of the door with his throat slit yeah and uh that was a big boom yes it was yeah, so he falls out of the door with his throat slit, so that would be kill 18. Mm-hmm. Kill 19, is they're still running from Jason, and they come to a tree, and the like the head honcho, the doctor, mm-hmm. is pinned to the tree with a machete and a railroad spike. Through his forehead. Through his forehead. Yeah. And uh, they continue running. They get back to the house, mm-hmm. and... A body gets thrown through the window, and it is it's Reggie's grandpappy, Reggie's granddad, with his eyes gouged out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole typical fight scene in the barn between Reggie, Pam, and Jason. Yeah, Pam busts out a chainsaw, fucking chops his arm up, and then goes for the kill, and the chainsaw dies. <laughs> I think the lights just flickered. Oh, my lights flickered. Uh oh, we're gonna die. But, uh, yeah, so that happens, and then Tommy shows up. Yep, big boy Tommy Jarvis, and, of course, Jason turns around, sees Tommy, and Tommy's like... Come at me, motherfucker. Well, he basically thinks this is another hallucination, and Jason walks up and fucking chops him in the fucking chest, and he's like, oh, shit, this is real life. Yeah, does, like, slices, slashes his chest. It's not even, yeah. like, a... Yeah, he, it's a paper cut, basically. Basically. And he, he gets him at like at length, just the tip of the blade cuts his skin. Yeah. And uh, Pam and Reggie are up in like the hayloft at this yeah. point. And so Jason thinks he killed Tommy, turns around and starts going up the hayloft. Mm-hmm. Another little fight scene. Fucking Reggie saves the day for the fucking second time. Yeah, it's because right before the then, fuck out of Jason. Right before <laughs> then, he fucking stole like hot wired a fucking tractor yeah. and fucking ran Jason over. Yeah, so he saves the day again and, like, just drop kicks him out the barn, out the hayloft doors. And Pam and Reggie walk over to the door. Mm-hmm. No Jason underneath. And They're then like, he the fuck? climbs up and grabs Reggie's leg. And this is when Reggie is no longer the brave boy. And he's like, fucking save me. I don't want to die. Well, that in the fucking that in my his ass scream. Yeah. His scream when they found the paramedic. <laughs> his little baby scream. Oh, my God. Blood-curdling fucking female scream. It's, it it's, was amazing. Yeah, it's nothing short of magnificent. I want to sample that shit and use it all the time. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. That's going to be my motherfucking ringtone. Um, yeah, so Jason has a hold of Reggie's leg. And Tommy like comes to, mm-hmm. goes up, and basically cuts off the wrist it's like hanging by a fucking just like thread yeah it's just got some tendons and shit holding on for dear life let's go of reggie and falls back onto an upside down fucking chisel plow field harrow yeah that is right outside the hayloft yeah this totally set up to kill somebody yeah that is not safe and that's when you find out the, that it's the mask m- becomes dislodged and ta-da. as he's falling. Yep. And that's when you find out that it is not Jason. Nope. Jason's dead as fuck. Jason is still dead. And this would be Roy, who was one of the paramedics to clean up the first kill at the camp. Mm-hmm. Backstory. The boy who got killed was Roy's son. Ta-da. 
boom, 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 sent him into this murderous rampage. Sounded like a tree was fucking breaking. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, and then boom, final kill. They're in the hospital. Kind of ends like all the other Friday the fucking 13th where somebody's mm-hmm. in the hospital. This time it's Tommy, and he, Tommy, stabs Pam in the gut and then wakes up from uh, yet another nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then... He goes... He, he unplugs himself from the IV, gets up, goes to grab his shit, opens the drawer, and there is the imposter hockey mask. Yes, and if you're a Friday the 13th fan... You know what the imposter mask is. It's the blue blue, blue chevrons. Yes. Yeah. Pam is like walking to his room at this time. And you hear right shatters. Outside, yeah, right outside his door and you hear glass shatter. And she opens the door, walks in, and sees like a body-sized hole. She's like, shit, he jumped out the window. Yeah. Door closes behind her and there is Tommy dress, or wearing the imposter mask. With the knife. And he's got a chef's knife. Yep. And boom, roll credits, black screen, end of the movie. Yep. We have a total of 22 kills for this movie. Yes. 22 Um, kills. However, I want to put an asterisk on that. An asterisk? Yes. (laughs) Whatever the fuck. Side note on that. The first two kills in this movie were... A dream sequence. A dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And then the final kill was a dream sequence. So yes, total kill count for the movie would be twenty-two. However, actual kills in was the movie 19. would be nineteen. Yeah, possibly twenty because where the scene ended. Yeah, or movie ended. However, so there's that. How'd you feel about the story with this one? Um, I actually really like the the story of this one because it's not at camp crystal lake it is the it's the first jason i'm throwing air quotes right now jason movie that doesn't take place on home turf first yes Mm -hmm. it's also the only friday the 13th that does not have jason Mm -hmm. actually in it yeah uh, he only appears as hallucinations so that's an afterthought but. Yeah, and um, I do not like the story of Roy and his son. I think it's kind of lazy, but the rest of it I really enjoy because um, the the way the the way that they <coughs> like the justification makes sense. Like, oh, it was his kid that was chopped up. Now he's on a killing rampage. But the whole like connection that they made. The only reason they found out that it was. It was Roy's kid was because he had a picture of him in, in his, his wallet, wallet, which is lame. But I mean, even then, they don't really exaggerate on it. No, it's just like, oh, yeah, that was literally the last five minutes of the movie. They're like, oh, this is and why Roy did it. That the, was his kid. Yeah, yeah. And as far as the kid, the only like exposition he had was that he was a foster. Or yeah, not he a was foster. An orphan. He was an orphan because his mom died and his dad disappeared. Yeah. That was it. Yes, I agree with you. The story as a whole, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I do like it, this movie, for the story. Yeah, it's just got some issues. Roy's background and the reason why he decided to copy Jason, whatever. Oh, yeah, like and then his fucking... reasoning for copying Jason was that he found some news clippings. Yeah, basically. He just, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weak. 
It's 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 weak storytelling, but for other, Roy, yeah. But other than that, everything else is pretty good. Uh, my big thing is, and I I think you'd agree, knowing the story, it makes it, this movie a lot harder to watch and enjoy. Yeah, when you know it's Roy the whole time, yeah. you're just kind of like me. Yeah, when you when you know what's you already know the end of this movie, mm-hmm. it's whatever. But I think if it's your first time watching it, it's a great movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, which I'll have to throw, like, a spoiler warning at the beginning of this episode or something. Yeah. I guess. The movie's, like, a billion years old, but... Yeah, there's still those fucking few people. Um, Who's there, like... They're, like, the only... The only Jason movie I've seen is Freddy vs. Jason. Are you talking about the Friday the 13th from 2013? You're, like, no. No, definitely not that one. I'm talking about the 80s, homie. Talking about the one that's twice as old as you. Yeah. But uh, no, for real though, this movie is really good. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. It's more of a one-time watch. Yeah, that and um, the practical effects were awesome in this one too. Like, Most of them. Yeah. Hey, talk, going okay. So well, yeah, segue segue into the effects. Made a comment earlier about wanting to mm-hmm. bring something up. Did you notice the last movie had really good lightning effects, and then this movie? They were almost worse than... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the lightning effects went back to just the flashing light outside the window kind of thing. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, they kind of uh, regressed on that. Well, there's one, he was outside, and the lightning hit, and it didn't light up like the entire sky. It, was, it literally came from one side. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not how lightning works. <laughs> like, you have to be really far away for lightning to only have that effect. Yeah. Yeah, that's was like my big thing i was like i know you're a big stickler on the lightning effects well it's just when it looks so stupid i mean if it's done good you don't even think about it you're like holy shit they filmed this in a fucking thunderstorm yeah but when it looks bad you're like you're just like quit flashing flashlights you're using a garden hose and an led light yeah (laughs) like come on now the rain did look pretty good in the first scene i will admit that it takes and, a lot to make rain Yeah, and look you get good. some wet t-shirt shit going on with the rain, so that's dope. Uh, what other... I still love the fact that they have continued to implement Tommy, like, making masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With him bringing his masks in. Yeah, and like I, like I said, a lot of the storytelling and, like, the the continuity is there. It's just... The most important part of the story, they phoned in. Yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. Like, the key points of this story that needed to happen for this movie to work. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, we talked about it in the last episode. Jason Part 4 was going to be the end yeah. of Jason. Yeah. And they introduced Roy as, like, the new bad guy. Yeah. And they definitely, I agree with you 100% that they phoned it in and that's why it didn't work. Yeah, his his killer origin was totally phoned in. They they're like uh the boy at the beginning of the movie that gets killed is an orphan, right? Yeah, okay, well it's actually Roy's kid. Yeah. Who man, that that was a fucking was hard fucking, one to figure out. Yeah. And I, you can almost read it in Roy's face. Mm. When he sees his kid with an arm chopped off, yeah. laying on his own chest and all that shit, you know, like even if you first time watching this movie, it's not hard to draw lines. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of like uh, 
same same reason as why uh, Halloween three didn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. It's not Michael Myers. It's not Jason Voorhees. It's not what made this series work. Yeah, and like I'm like I always like I said, this is one of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth. I don't want to say it's because Jason isn't in it. I like the thought of it being a copycat killer. Oh yeah, no, I and get that. It's just. They- phoned it in the way so they made bad. the way they created the copycat killer is lame yep it should have just blatantly been roy's kid you still wouldn't have put two and two together you know what i mean like yeah exactly because and i mean they they kind of forced him to sell it right but at the same time i mean fuck he cleaned up one of his own fucking murders yeah and and the sheriff makes a fucking comment and he's like roy get turns around and he's like Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. No, I was talking to my fucking deputy. Well, he was actually just talking to himself. Yeah, like talking out loud. Turns around and he's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, and Roy's like, oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, you're talking to me? And, like, they telegraphed that he was the killer too much. Like, Yeah, they did it when his son was killed. mm -hmm. They did it when he was cleaning out that murder. And then they literally phoned in the ending and... You can almost tell that they had no hopes of it continuing down that Mm -hmm. line because they killed him in the end. Yeah. It would be one thing to have him arrested or have him, you know, be arrested and then escape from the cop car or something. Yeah. But no, they killed him. Yeah, they knew knew that this wasn't going to be a smash hit. I, I feel as far as storytelling, I think the very beginning through... Almost the entire movie until the end. I feel the ending was phoned in. Yeah, it was like they ran out of budget and for the last ten so. minutes of the film, and we're like, just, just figure it out, just wrap it up. We gotta have it done by now. Blah blah blah. Fuck it. That's what it. Fe- that's what it feels like. But I mean, definitely not my least favorite fucking Friday. Yeah. Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not by far. And. I would rank this one above some of the ones that I actually thoroughly enjoy and can watch three times in a row. But yeah, the ending sloppy and phoned in, a hundred percent. But yeah, on that I, note, I'm kind of glad we agree on that. What are we doing? Doing hockey masks? Imposters, man. Okay, one out of ten imposter mask. I'm gonna give it a six. A six? Yeah, I'd give it a seven if it wasn't for the shit ending. But with the with the way the ending was just like, it, it seriously felt like it was thrown together. And then they were like, well, if the movie does good, we don't have to rely on Roy. We'll have Tommy. But if it does bad, fuck it. Fuck Tommy. We'll, we'll, it's Roy's dad. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean. And then we can just write off that it was another hallucination. And the window didn't actually break. And he didn't actually put on the mask. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And it's fucked up. Because the rest of the movie was good. Yeah. Like, they they had good, like, dynamic characters. Every single character, like, each of the mental patients were unique. And they were, them. you know... It was almost like they just had people playing themselves. I think you know that what was I mean? a lot of it, honestly. It was like, don't try to play somebody that you're not. Be yourself. And just let it happen with like, yeah, with exception to say the guy who stutters. Yeah. Or, uh, I can't think of the kid's name, but the first guy who gets killed, who, yeah. the, like the Shelly 2.0. Yeah. 
Yeah, character. that's basically what he was, Shelly uh, 2.0. Like him being that socially awkward and stuff. Yeah. Like that, I no. But a lot of it, I feel like, oh, well, you look like a jock. Just be a jock. Like, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, do take, you. Take it a little, like. Uh, Act exa- a little bit. Exaggerate yeah. yourself a little yeah. bit. But don't force it. And I. I, I feel that. Yeah, the characters were good. Tommy, they had him stay true to himself. Even at the end when he was facing Jason again, he wasn't sure if it was a hallucination or if this was reality. Even though there were other people standing there going, fucking run, dude. He's like, I don't know if this is real or not. Right. And he gets slashed and he's like, oh, it's ass whooping time. Too bad he got slashed and, you know, fell down. But, right. But I, I can agree with he, that. He, he, I feel like they, they were actually trying to do some good storytelling here. But then well, it, it feels like and they ran out of time. Fell apart. It feels like they ran out of time and they were like, wrap it up. Uh, see, and I don't know if it's necessarily ran, like ran out of funding or whatever. I think you're right. They wanted to release. Uh, they, they wanted a safety net. Because, well, no, it's not that. I think all these movies came out within like one, maybe two years of each other. Okay, yeah. So uh, the first three movies came out 80, 81, 82. Mm-hmm. The final chapter, the last one, yeah. part four, came out in 84. Yeah. And then this one was released in 85. I think when they started writing this, they're like, let's write it. And get it out so it'll be in time for next year. Yeah. And then they're like, no, we need to start fucking. We need to we be need filming to already. Start filming. Yeah. I don't know if. They I don't probably, know if the director and they everybody were ran out of writing money. as they filmed. Yeah. And then, and then they got to the end and they're like, no, we need something now. So yeah. They're like, hey, man, we're caught up to what you wrote. Like, get it yep. done. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just a mess. So I'm going to give it a six just because of how much I like it. Um, there's a lot of this movie that I do like. There's a few things of this movie that I don't boobies. like. There's a lot of boobies in this movie. Um, I don't think I can give it a six. That's fine. I would say a five, five and a half. Yeah. But for all the same reasons. However, there are other ones even before this one mm-hmm. that I enjoy a, a lot more than this one. And I agree. It really cuts into it with the story. Yeah like just falling apart at the end yeah but my one jab at the other movies at least it's not jason goes to hell (laughs) um however the uh i can't wait to review that one oh fuck my life (laughs) i'm the uh continuity and everything is fucking great in this movie yeah the effects 90 percent of them were phenomenal there is one that me and you literally rewinded the movie to look at just to be like no that's how it should be yeah shit that most people want to see yeah so but there's other movies beforehand that were like holy shit time frame wise the effects they were able to pull off and stuff and it just feels like this was kind of like back treading a little bit yeah i i understand what you're saying and and I definitely I think, don't disagree with you. I, I think my biggest gripe, though, with this one and what why I can't rate it higher than like a five and a half is for me, the rewatchability is not there. Mm-hmm. Even the, you know, first four, you can watch shit. You can watch the first four in the like series. Yeah. And just on repeat, them. basically. Yeah. But this one, 
once you've seen it once, it doesn't ruin the movie. It just... It takes away the mystique. Yeah, which... And this movie relies very much on the mystique. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's a first-time watch, good movie. Yeah. Great movie. But second time, third time, it's just, no, sorry, not into it. Like, I mean, you can probably vouch for it. It was really hard for me to keep my attention on the fucking movie. Yeah, and I and I get that, and... Um, this is, this is kind of, this is one of the, this is one of the harder movies because it's so good. It's so good, but yet once you are, when you, when you tear it apart, like we tear movies apart, then you're like, yeah, but this was bad. Yeah. This was bad. Yeah. But this was really good. Yeah. But then there's right back to this was bad. This, why, why would they do that? Yeah. If they literally in the last two movies set it up for this yeah or something like it like we talked about in the last episode Mm -hmm. or last two episodes they set up so much shit to completely just fucking throw it in the garbage and fucking ruin it yeah like you could have done so many things but instead you literally basically tried to kill the franchise completely they honestly after the end of this one they didn't have to make another one yeah that's true I mean, and it's lucky it got another make. Yeah. So I Yeah, mean, and like I said, I definitely don't disagree with you. I think it, it may just be that, like, growing up, like, this was one of the better ones that I watched. Um, po- possibly. And plus, and I think it kind of hit me that I was like, oh, shit, somebody's, you know, disguised themselves as Jason and they're I, copycat honestly, killing. I think I, I'm kind of going into this, and I mean this is kind of like a thought I just had right now is uh, I think we're so displeased with all this Mm -hmm. is why what, well, I think I know people Mm -hmm. had the same reaction we're having now with this movie yeah, because they were such big fans of the series at this point. Yeah. They're like, no, that's not how it's going to end. And they pushed and pushed and pushed until another run of the series. Yeah. And that, that would make sense. Like, I'm sorry, but if I had the funds and everything and we just, like, this movie had just released, I'd be like, no, let's fucking get somebody to rewrite this. No, we're going to fix this shit right now. Yeah, we're going to fix it, and then, boom, next thing you know, fucking ten more movies. Yeah, I feel you on that. I I think that was a big thing. I honestly, it makes me wonder if they didn't film this as literally, like, a definitive end. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the final chapter, they left a lot of open ending. Like open-ended questions at the end, which they could have easily well, just left. If they but, would have, if they would have wanted this to be like the definitive end, Tommy would have died. Yeah, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have left Tommy Jarvis out in the open like that, and with a cliffhanger. Right. And so I think it would have just ended with him on his hospital bed. He would have had it. He would have had his little hallucination. But then Pam would have walked in and she would have checked on him and he would have been okay. And that would have been the end. Right. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, you can tell people weren't happy with how this one ended. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. More shit. Better shit happened. Because some of my favorites are about to be the ones yeah. we do. So. Yeah, and I, and, um, I agree with you on that. They... I don't want to say they only get better from here because they don't. They don't. I I, I think the... But they do get I more love, fun. I, 
Yes, because <laughs> because starting from this next one, they get away. They start getting away from the true horror mm-hmm. slasher movies. Yeah, and it's more campy, like campy fucking yeah. funny bullshit. And we we dig campy. I horror. feel I oh I love like campy horror movies because I love comedies. Yeah, comedies uh, like dark comedies and campy horror movies are like. And just like cult, like cult they're horror just so, movies, just they're just so good for me. Beautiful, good for the soul. Uh, however, no, I agree. I I won't say but the best is yet to come because for the series, I think the best has already happened. Yeah, it came and went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, no, I'm not thrashing on the series because I love Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees. Almost all of these movies are really. I mean, when you break it down like we do, it's fucking mediocre at best. Yeah. Like, throughout the entire series, there's some decent ones, and then there's some horrible ones. But there's none that are, like, everybody has to see. If you haven't seen this movie, then you're, why are you fucking living? Yeah. You know? There's some that, eight, maybe nine for us, but, you know, like... For the they, for the general populace, these might not, as well be B-rate horror films. Almost. Yeah. Especially the earlier ones. Yeah. Before, and, and before I think, you know, they had a billion dollar fucking budget. Yeah, and I think this is only going to um I think this is only going to get worse with time. As time passes as technology gets better, these movies are going to fall into obscura and they're Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like people are like what the fuck was that filmed on a fucking potato and they don't understand. Well, it's like I the, like watching like the classic Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Classic Wolfman, classic Dracula, like the black and white silent films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nos- Nosferatu. I love those. Yeah. Those were filmed on like a fucking 12 foot tall camera yeah. that was 500 pounds because that's the, but like how they had to be done. Yeah. You know, so I get what you're saying and I agree completely. And it sucks because these are some of like the classics, but give it 20 years and these are going to be considered like B rate cult classic movies. Yeah. You know, and and, and I, it, it, it's just kind of it, it's just it, it kind of sucks because like even for our time like we're like these are not they're they're not the best that can be seen right now they're already there because it, it sucks and, that i'm gonna have to describe to somebody how practical effects work well that but i'm gonna have to describe to somebody friday the 13th like oh yeah you know that b-rate movie like no, because I'm sorry, it's not fucking uh, Revenge of the Killer Tomatoes. Hey, or, fuck you. No, I love that movie too, <laughs> but like, it's a completely those different class those of fucking those, movie. I don't, I don't even want to say that those were B-rate when they came out. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I'm just... saying. Like, they're not the B-rate film, but yeah, as time progresses, they, you know, people spend more and more money. That yeah, class I'm rate sorry. fucking changes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Friday the Thirteenth isn't Zombievers. Or iZombie or anything else, but yeah, sorry, you know, like there's so much that this franchise has, like has given to the horror franchise, like Romero did with zombies. Yeah, like come at me, I will fucking fist fight you <laughs> if you try to call fucking Friday Thirteenth a B-rate movie. Yeah, when that time comes, I will be sixty years old and I will fucking smack you in the forehead with my cane. I was going to say, the only reason that this series has, you know, 48 film adaptions and yeah, stuff no shit. It's because is, of because, people like us. is because of how fantastic the movies were and the fact that they were the best that they could be at the time period. Yeah. So, And they, 
<clears throat> innovative. And and Friday the Thirteenth has always been that. Well, shit, they it's were... always been the best that technology can offer. Their third movie was one of the first three D yeah. movies that was nationally released. Like, yeah, come on now, it sucks because that's the rate we're going. Mm-hmm. I'll smack somebody with a cane if I have to. When that time comes. Well, I was going to say, and, and it's also getting to the point where the 2010 re-release, or not re-release, reboot of Friday the 13th, that's going to be the first, that's going to be the, the first Friday the 13th movie that somebody's seen. Yeah. That you're like, have you seen Friday the 13th? And they're going to be like, oh yeah. They're the going to be like, yeah, the one where, you Where know, Jason runs? Yeah. Like, no, not yeah, that one, no. Jason shot somebody in the eye with a bow and arrow? And you're like, no, definitely not that one. We're talking, you know, 30, 40 years before that. <laughs> you know, the one where uh, Jason's not in it, the very first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the where first... Jason's not the killer. Yeah, the first movie. I guess Jason wasn't the last, or in the first movie, but. He was too for in the two first pe- movie. I said he was, but it was for drowning. like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just it. It's just something that we're gonna have to come come to grasp with. Well, it, it, and it'll be the same with uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, and about the same time span where a lot of our classic Halloween, like horror movies, have gotten remakes. So that Halloween. Well, I mean, Halloween fucking, didn't. Did Halloween get a remake, or did it just get? Well, they it, got a, it got the thirty-year continuation. Well. They had the uh, Rob Zombies was a remake of like yeah, but Rob Zombies was remake. trash. I I like them. That's because you like Rob Zombie, but look at the movie def- like I still like it. Look at it objectively, and you will I, realize I like that, that it's movie. a trash I mean, movie. I'm not saying it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> I I just like Stitches. Stitches is a fucking class C bullshit, stupid but fucking movie. Fu- but it's funny as fuck, and I love that fucking movie. That's the point. That's the point. It's not just a horror movie. It's funny too. But no. And I hate I hate that I hate that these movies get lumped in together. Just like they're like anything that has like gore and shit in it, it's a horror movie. Yeah, and then and, you have something like Stitches where you're not like, "Oh my god." You you like there's no point in that movie where you're scared. No, you're, you're just fucking like laughing your yeah. ass off and if you do what we do and we drink while watching it, you're dying by the end because you're about to piss yourself because you're don't want to break the fucking seal yeah but you're laughing so hard you're about to piss yourself anyway uh, yeah yeah and fuck all the genre bullshit it's stupid like well, i get it but... well it's like people people want to have they want to have a way to classify things because it, it's not fair of me to compare say the purge to stitches right and, I, I mean and even I mean, and like it makes sense m- but at the same that... time people have to understand that like not everyone has the same classifications as you and that's exactly why we're sitting here and i'm saying rob zombies halloween is a trash ass film and you love it almost everybody says that (laughs) i I don't know what it is i I think it's mainly because not not because i like rob zombie as a director or anything like that i mean i do but that's not why i like his version of it Mm -hmm. i like his version of it especially the first one the second one is mediocre yeah the first one though i like getting i, I love i love like origin yeah, yeah stories yeah. and his first one literally goes from him being a child all the way up until he is yeah and, like it spans like more than one of their original movies is yeah. why i like it so much and i mean i guess that makes sense i mean it's like everybody not a horror movie but x-men first class 
A lot of people fucking trash that movie. Dude, I love that movie. That movie is it's literally my favorite X Men movie. Okay, strictly I don't know about that, but no, and, and, it's pretty good. I like it because I like, I like it, origin stories. I was yeah, gonna say, I'm the same it, as It's you. my favorite because it gives you the straight up origins of the X Men themselves, mm-hmm. Professor X, uh, fucking Mystique, Magneto. Magneto. It gives everything. Yeah. Like the main troop of X Men and villains, it gives you the hor- like the origin of mm-hmm. all of them. And yeah. that's why I love it so much. So, like, the origin story, that's why I like Rob's. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> I, I know. It's been a fucking while in my warped and twisted fucking mind, and maybe you'd understand. I don't think I need to do that. I'd advise you against it. Especially just to figure out why you like Rob Zombie movies. Because yeah, they suck. You're going to start a fight somewhere. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Probably. We've, I think we've done enough rambling at this point. Yeah, it's probably a good time to wrap it up. We're 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 cooking right now. Oh so. yeah, fuck. Um, on that get note, a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on our Facebook page, um, our official page. You can um like and follow us on that, and you can message us with any criticisms or concerns on that. And if you scroll a little ways down on that page, you can find our community page where everyone likes to hang out and post stupid memes. However, to get into that community page, you have to. Yes. It is a requirement. Answer the two questions that are there. And They're easy. If you've listened to a single episode, fuck half a single episode, I even you'd I, have the answers. I even I even changed the answers and made them easier. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. All right. Well, just so that no one has an excuse. But yeah, join join that page. You can get updates from us. You can talk to us directly on it. You can post dank horror memes, or just memes in general. You can just post any, basically anything you want. I don't really care. If you're like me and you just kind of scroll on Facebook and don't really do anything on that, but you love Instagram, hit us up on our Instagram page. Yeah. It's at Beers and Fears Podcast. Simple as that. You can see some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Some Mostly behind-the-scenes stuff. So. Yeah, almost all behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, some stuff memes. we're drinking day-to-day. A few memes. Yeah, I got memes on Goofing deck off. for that. Goofing off, uh, recording, etc. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, travels, thing, things of that sort. Yeah, <clears throat> add us on that if you want to see a bunch of pictures from Hawaii in about two weeks. Yeah, that's for sure. So, so. Uh, if you're not into the whole Instagram thing, you can hit us up on Twitter. That is at Beers and Fears. And you can get plenty of updates and behind-the-scenes stuff on that. And uh, if you're not what's into... What's the, the Twitter? It's at Beers and Fears. At Beers and right? Fears, yeah. All right, well, if you're not into Twitter, you want to kick it the old-school way. Old-school quotations. Yeah. <laughs> Because we don't have a P.O. box, so you can't send us snail mail yet. You can send us a good old-fashioned email at beersandfearspodcast at gmail.com. We yeah. are always on that. That is our business page, or our business email. Yeah. And so we are constantly on that. And if you guys are feeling extra talkative, you can click the link in the description, and you can send us a voice message that comes directly to us through Anchor. And we can um, answer any of your questions that way. And with your permission, of course, we could throw it into an episode of a Q&A episode. And we could get everyone's voice messages and answer them collectively. But with the voice messages, it doesn't have to be questions. You can just spout off anything you want. And talk shit, hype your own stuff. I don't care. However, if you talk shit. We are not going to ask permission, and that's going on an episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But also, talking about show notes, if you go down in there, there's also a link for listener support. Mm -hmm. That is the quickest and easiest way for us to better this podcast. Whether that be through quality, time spent, Mm -hmm. more episodes, hell, video eventually. Yeah. Stuff like that. Listener support is the way to go. Yeah. And if you're just as broke as we are and you can't afford listener support, you can just go to your favorite podcatcher and rate us, rate and review us at five stars. Say whatever you want as long as it's a five star review. Five star reviews for Apple and Spotify. That shit is like money to them. Mm -hmm. And it helps us as well because the more five star ratings we have the more we get bumped into whatever category we are classified under, mm-hmm. the more five-star reviews, we get bumped higher and higher, so we get seen more. So we get more listeners. So we can grow. And if you're interested in getting yourself some slick horror threads, you can go to horrormerchstore.com, question mark, R-E-F equals 113, and that is our affiliate link. You can get some sick-ass clothes and help the podcast while you do it. Yeah, and we apologize greatly for that link because we're still trying to get that worked out. Horror merch is still trying to get that worked out as well. Yeah. This isn't like a newer thing for them, just like us. So we've been in conversation with them, so that might change soon. However, horror merch, holy shit, masks. Vinyl figures, props, exclusive t-shirt designs, not just t-shirts, but stickers. And again, pop figures and stuff. They have hoodies, hats, basically anything you want. Now, just in case you miss it or it's a little bit confusing, that is Horror Merch Store. H-O-R-R-O-R-M-E-R-C-H-S-T-O-R.com. Question mark REF equals 113. That will take you to our affiliate link. Do your shopping as you normally would, and it will help out the podcast. Yes. And on that note, I think that's about everything. I think we've done enough rambling. I have been Tucker. I've been Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. Catch you next week.